the Australian Agriculture Podcast. How you going, mate? Good, good. I'm going to have to brush the cobwebs off us, I reckon. Yeah, a little bit. I think we have might have a tiny bit of a lag there, but we'll see how we go. I hope old, uh, technology, eh? Uh, don't even get me started. It's been a hell of a a ride. I think I told you that the MBN line to my place got damaged somehow, and I didn't know. And the MBN technician that came out to fix it, however long ago, a month ago or whatever, swapped the cables around with me in another apartment. So I've been without internet for like five weeks, something like that. Yeah, so, uh, so that's, that's why I haven't kind of been doing the podcast for a while, but we just can't yeah. really get on. I think I'm going bad now, getting a bit of, I got jinxed myself. <laughs> Touch wood, it actually plays through okay for the rest of the episode, man, because uh, I'm like, yeah, I finally got all my technology fixed, and now yours is playing up. Yeah, you went robot, then I didn't even hear half of that, so... This is funny. Jeez. Yeah. Oh. You with me? Yeah, mate. I got you there. Okay. Good. I think your, your brother's here to stir you up again. Yeah, as per usual. <laughs> Good on you, Blake. Got to keep him on his toes. That's it. I kept What's... him on his toes long enough, so. <laughs> What's been happening, mate? Well, I feel like I haven't spoken <sighs> to you properly in like probably six weeks. Yeah, it's been like that, eh? No, not too much, mate. Just um, chipping away at the enclosures and had a good bit of family time over the holidays. So, yeah, didn't do too much, you know. What about yourself? Busy, busy, even with the family. Like the decent holiday that I've had, it's, um, yeah, it's felt short, even though it was four weeks. I don't know. Yeah. You know, pretty good holiday. Most people wouldn't be complaining about that, but... um, yeah, I feel like I got a lot done, but not a lot done at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, and you went away too, didn't you? Oh, nice little trip. <laughs> yeah. That was a, a, a lucky mistake, I suppose you could call it, or an unlucky <laughs> mistake, however you want to look at it. But yeah, um, basically, I was we geared up for a trip to take Finn, Finn into, um, to Orange to meet some of his family, and then from Orange, we were going to go down to my family's place down south and catch up with them, but... As we were getting ready to leave Orange to go down there, we found out that uh, one of the family members got COVID, so we couldn't exactly go there. And, uh, yeah, so we, Danny and I kind of just looked at the map and went, oh, bugger it, let's go out to Dubbo via Cobar. Uh, sorry, out to Cobar via Dubbo. Go and see the zoo, go for a bit of a herp and stuff like that. So yeah, had four days kind of driving around, came back through Mudgee, managed to tick some species off the list. Of stuff that I hadn't seen before, so got to see Strophorus Intermedius, which was really cool. I only got yep. to see one of them, but it still counts. Still, that's it. Yeah. Um, managed to see eight central bearded dragons eventually, which was good. Yeah. And um, got three shinglebacks, so they were my three main kind of species that I wanted to wanted to see out there, which was awesome to tick all three. I wasn't expecting it, but yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, and you did. And then that kind of bit your bargain. Yeah, wanted to get a shingle back when you got home, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I've been talking to a few friends for probably, I reckon, three years now saying that I've, I've wanted to get one. Um, yeah. And whenever one that I wanted came up, it either just didn't look crash hot or like it looked like a bit of a dodgy deal or something like that or 
you know, something was just off or I completely missed it or I didn't have money or, you know, however the normal yep. usual story goes. But, yeah, I managed to line up a little South Australian shingle back that's about two years old from a lady that was only oh, 20, 30 minutes away from me. So, yeah. Yeah. Now I get him out into the lounge room on the floor and roll him blueberries and <laughs> he just wanders <laughs> around. It's, it's good fun. Yeah. No, you keep him inside or outside or? Inside. Inside. So he's just currently in a, uh, my bearded dragon's old tank. He's just in a little three foot, two foot. But yep. um, I'll probably end up building him a kind of like floor space. will probably be about five foot by two foot sort of floor space. Yep. Thinking maybe long term I might try to cohab him with um, the bearded dragon because the bearded dragon's docile as. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe just try a few introductions before that. But yeah, it'll be cool nonetheless. He's just a real calm little lizard. Finny's already been touching him and stuff. Like he just oh, sticks, it, sticks his little hand out and kind of strokes him gently. Yeah. He's really intrigued by him. So that was pretty much the one of the main reasons for getting him is I wanted to just have like a calm little lizard that I could kind of really introduce my son to reptiles like that. You know, monitors aren't particularly good for that sort of stuff. So old yeah, geckos. that's right. Or boids even. <laughs> yeah. No, they can be a bit na- nasty or a bit, a bit skittish. So. Mine are. Yeah. But, yeah, so, yeah, really stoked with that. The price was right. The location was right. Sweet yeah. little lizard. Came yeah, with the no, name. pretty good too. Came with the name Acorn. So <laughs> Acorn. <laughs> yeah, so we've just stuck with it. We're like, okay, cool. He's got to have a name. It's for my son. Yeah. So. yeah. But, no, nah, cool little lizard. What yeah, about no, you? you What's been? Sent through a bunch of pics and you come back. You, that was pretty cool to see those. Oh, so. man, it's cool. Cool trip, hey? Like, it was yeah. good to go and see the red dirt and stuff. Um it was real crazy though because it was it was raining heaps like yep. when we were out there like what on the way out from Dubbo to um, to Cobar we went yep. through a massive rainstorm for about an hour yeah and it was like heavy to the point where there was like proper puddles all over the roads and stuff and then that night it, it kind of blew through with a bit of a storm um, and I essentially followed it herping like kind of kind of behind it just trying to stay just out of the rain yeah and yeah i got a stack of frogs stack of frogs and on the way back then i started to get a few reptiles like when it was kind of like drying up a little bit so yeah, yeah that was good got to see a um uh dwyer's snake got to see the intermediates um yeah got a few things out there so that was good yeah good nice. fun. yeah now i went for a bit of a herb the other week just a quick like almost a last minute one just yep. the day you got back, I was going to flick your message. I was like, he's probably just got back. You probably want to go up there, but just went for a bit of a cruise with Tyson. Yeah, nice. Come across a nice, nice diamond python. Um, that was a good-looking snake. Yeah, it was, like, beautiful. And it was funny because I was, like, playing around with my flash, trying to get my flash to work because it just wasn't working properly. And Tyson's like, diamond. I'm like, oh, wait, wait. Pulled up, jumped out of the car. And, yeah, it was absolutely beautiful diamond. Just that, um, like you, you, know, you think of that typical Gosford diamond that you'd see yeah. floating around. It was just one of those. It was absolutely beautiful. But um, yeah, we saw Jake up there from the Reptile Park, Jake Benny. Yep. And um, he spotted a bandy bandy. So that was the first one I'd ever actually seen. Oh, that's weird. So I'd never seen one before. But um, yeah, beautiful bandy bandy. Like, they're not like you'd see pictures. Like, I knew they were small, but you don't realize how small they actually are. How big was that one? 
that one was probably about, I'm going to say about 30 centimetres, 40 centimetres or something. So, yeah, okay. Wasn't like super big, but, but yeah, just didn't do that pose that they all do. I was kind of hoping to see that, but this one did thought, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. But, um, <laughs> it's probably not his first radio. Yeah, that's no, right. That's right. Eh? Like, you know, Jake's like, you know, some of these, like, you'll get out of the car and I'll just start doing it just in the headlights. Out of, like, for this one, you just, yeah, didn't want to borrow it. But, um, because we kind of done a couple of laps and we're, like, oh, we're not going to find anything tonight. And then we found a Burton's at first, a nice gray one. Yeah. And then, um, you know, we kind of did a couple more laps and passing Jake and passing Jake because he was with his, with his partner. Um, shout out to her, go on her and like, a week overdue, I think she was. I think she was a week yeah. overdue, and she's had to hurt with Jake. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, did a couple of laps, didn't find anything, and we found that diamond. And I was like, "That's awesome!" Like I was stoked to see that. And then we saw the bandy bandy, and then we saw a um, a uh, gecko as well. So that was pretty cool. But um, yeah, we could. And a couple of things, but yeah, it was good just to get out. It wasn't a super warm night either, so it was only twenty one degrees, but. Yeah, I think we're supposed to get a couple of warm nights coming up. Yeah, must try and get out. Of, out of <laughs> Just before so. we go back to work. <laughs> yeah, I'm already back. So. <laughs> oh, are you? Oh, okay. Yeah, I went back this week, so I've been flogged this week. Absolutely, like, pumped. But I'm down yeah, in northern sure. beaches. But oh, back in my yeah. neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, nah, I'll be keen to go for sure. Especially yes, yeah, especially a few warm nights coming up. So. I'll try a different yeah. spot too. It'd be good to hit up somewhere else. Yeah, for sure. So, oh, well, while you mentioned Jake, we'll have to give him a uh, quick congratulations on, yeah, for him congratulations. and his, his partner on the uh, birth of their son. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was only a few days ago, I think. Or I think so, ago. yeah. Yeah, pretty fresh. Yeah. So, yeah, congratulations to both of you. Yeah, shout out to her for herping, heavily pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> there is no chance in hell Danny would have been doing that. <laughs> That's what I said to my wife. I'm like, oh, I saw Jake, and she's like, oh, isn't he having a baby soon? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, she's overdue, and he's just, she's like, you would not have got me in the car no. and gone looking for snakes. And then um, she's like, oh, maybe they were just trying everything just to get the baby out, like <laughs> you know, bouncy roads and this and that. Like, shout out to her. So. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. funny. Because, you know, like you, like you see someone like, hang on, was that? I'm like, was that Jake? And I just sent him a message. He's like, yeah, it was me. Yeah. And then like, the next time we come, we stopped and had a chat, and then we just passed each other like four or five times, and it was good. Well, remember last time you and I went out there for a look, and it was a pretty crappy night. We yeah. drove past Cooper. It was Cooper, yeah. We it thought was it Cooper, was. yeah. He was messaging me later. His phone was screwed up or something like that. Yeah. But it was like, just couldn't tee it up. And then, um, uh, was it Dylan Wallace? Dylan Wallace, I think it is. Oh, he yeah. stopped past and said good day as he was that's leaving. That's right, it was too, well. yeah. But yeah, <laughs> that seems to be a main spot in that area. So it's, yeah, it'd be nice to try somewhere a bit, a bit further out, I reckon. Yeah. I've got a good little spot we can try. So yeah, I don't can. know what's going on with this bloody webcam. It keeps focusing. <laughs> Come blurry. <laughs> it looks like somebody's just smearing petroleum jelly. That's what it does, eh? And it's like, and I've got you. There we go. But yeah, no, not too much else. It was good to listen to the uh, to the NPR episode, and the boys knocked mm. us off the top for most listens, apart from NPR, obviously. But they did it this year. Yeah. So, congratulations to Justin and Chuck. Well, yeah, came for us. 
Yeah, I will just it. say, it wasn't by many though. No, and 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 in our defence, after the birth of my kid, we got a little bit slack. There was a, we did quite a few weeks there where I couldn't make it, or or you know we didn't line up a guest or something like that. So, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So this Life year happens. we're gonna go we're gonna go hard this year and try and take that spot back. I reckon. What do you reckon, Luke? Yeah, we've got to get the crown back. I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, see what happens. Yeah, but right. yeah, it is hard with kids, isn't it? It's tough. Like I was saying to you before we jumped jumped on here, it was you know yeah. like tonight was really good putting him down to bed, and then last night he did not want to go to sleep whatsoever. So it was yeah, yeah a bit of a disaster day. Yeah, we've got my kids are going back to daycare, like I said. So sleep's mm. like they'll either crash. Last night they went to sleep pretty well, but obviously you had issues the night before. I was up till like I'm gonna say it was quarter to ten <laughs> before my son went to sleep. And then you sent me a message a quarter past, and then I jumped down. Yeah. Basically at eight thirty, just gone to sleep. I come on, so that's good timing tonight. Managed yeah. to line it up. Yeah, no, yeah. it's good. Yeah, and I feel, I feel like we haven't spoken for ages. Like, yeah, like we said, it's just been busy one thing after the other. So, yeah, no, it should be a good little catch up this one, actually. Yeah, I it will be anyway. I'll quickly say good day here to uh, Josh and, and Darren Bosman. Darren. Happy Thanks New Year, everyone, guys. Happy New Year, Josh. Um, Josh finally yeah. got his Victorian Murray Darling. I was about to, yeah, How I was that? just about to say that. that was awesome. Yeah, he's a bit of time looking for that, hasn't he? So. Yeah, Ben Watson. Hey Ben, how you doing? Yeah, that was um, that was an incredible find. Uh, he was beyond ecstatic about that. That's for sure. I've thoroughly enjoyed Instagram of late over this Christmas period of people herping and finding um, like what they found and stuff like that. Like Matt Matt Somerville, all those green tree pythons they found in the wet season up north. Like his story he put up the other day was insane. I was just flicking through it, going to my missus and like, got to go up there, like. That's yeah. one place I've got to go. That's that's like that's the place I've got to go is up there. So I'd love to see those greens up there. Yeah, and the amount of babies he found too. Yeah, like I don't know if it's because there's more people herping that area or more good people herping that area or something like that of recent, or or, or you know people are sharing more from what they're finding in that area. But it almost looks like the greens are getting. Better numbers, so you'd be completely yeah. wrong, yeah. But you know, that's just the way it kind of comes off a little bit. Like, you know, go back five, six years, you wouldn't see people herping up there or finding yeah. greens or whatever, or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Josh just said it looks like everyone is up at far north Queensland at the moment. Every second Instagram story is a green, <laughs> understandable though, <laughs> yeah, understandable, yeah. but um, yeah, it's yeah. Beautiful. That like they've been my. They're like I said numerous times. They're the, the, the snake that I remember that kind of got me into snakes. All those years ago, when I bought that book, and there's a green tree python on the front cover. So that's yeah. like my bucket list snake to find, and obviously the leaf tails as well. So yeah, they're awesome. Absolutely awesome. Ben's just asked how my little greens are going, and if any color changes have happened yet. Um, my little greens are going fantastic. They have really settled into those enclosures. Um, I actually came out. I told I told you how I popped my rib out of place or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd like done a number on myself. We'll get into that maybe a bit later as to how I did it. Um, but yeah, so I was out here at like three a.m. the other night, or three or four a.m. 
don't know, Finnan had woken up for a feed and I was trying to stretch my back out on the ground and pop this rib back into place. And it was just out in the lounge room next to the baby green tanks. And I found one of the um, uh, the greens underneath the leaf litter, but like hunting around underneath the leaf litter. Like it was flying oh, and crawling around the ground. I was like, man, that's different. I haven't seen those that guys do them before. Um, but, yeah, no, they're still yellow. I haven't been like pumping heaps of food into them. Yep. I know I think most of the greens that I sold to other people have been fed a lot more regularly than mine. Um, so they're a lot bigger and green. Yeah. I've got some, got some good photos to see what they kind of turn into, which is awesome to, to kind of get like a bit of a gauge on what they'll look like. But, um, yeah, yeah, I think everybody else is a green now that I sold them to. That's for, yeah, you sent me a picture a while ago. That was a couple of months ago. Yeah, I'm just about to chuck them up a food size, actually, just to see if I can kind of get them to that point. Yeah, but what are yours on now? Mine are even like a large fuzzy mouse. Um, Yeah. But I'm only feeding them like every three weeks, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not, not in a race to get them huge. They're happy, they're healthy, they're doing what they need to do, so... They shed yeah, exactly. perfect in those enclosures. I was a little bit sceptical as to how they'd go in the exoterras, but I think sealing them in with that core flute really held in a lot, of, a lot yep. more humidity. But yeah. <laughs> How's it going, crazy yeah, rich no, people with reptiles? Definitely not rich. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks for joining in. Um, that's a long way away. A long way away. Yeah. Yeah. How's, how's your stuff yeah, going? What Are you else getting a few happen? eggs and stuff out? Yeah, got some chameleon gecko eggs. Got, I think I've got like six clutches of leaf tail eggs now going, different yeah. different types. So, oh, we get a couple of cornutas and stuff like that. So, going pretty good. I know the boids have laid, um, but they've laid in the enclosure. I'm just going to leave them in there. Like yep. I said before, I'm not, if they hatch, they hatch. I'm not overly pumped not not only like if they hatch they hatch if they don't they don't this year so i'm just been a bit busy so you know if they hatch in the enclosure or good if not then it is what it is but um but yeah i'm kind of i'm keen to get some chameleon geckos out and some more leaf tails so more so chameleon geckos than anything else oh of course and those eggs look pretty good so they're all incubating away in chinese containers with some moss on the floor so <laughs> rainforest style, hey? Yeah. Um, I had them in those, um, like, uh, you know, those, uh, what, what brand were they? Egg incubation containers? Yeah. With, like, the, the like over the, the water? The iron bark ones? Yeah, that's that's the ones, yeah. had them in them, and then I was like, oh, I didn't like kind of like the way they were coming along, so I thought I'll just go back to what I know and what's worked for me in the past and just went to Coles and bought a bunch of those small little round Chinese containers, put the moss in them. And, yeah. Yeah, and that way too, like, there's less chance because being over the water and in those tubs, they can roll a little bit easier. So I thought, you know, i just keep bloody in the moss there so, so they don't roll easier, being on the ground, kids coming in here and mucking around like they do, so... Well, sometimes it's always good to stick to what's known, right? Yeah, that's right. Plenty of plenty of people that don't move away from vermiculite or perlite or whatever's working no. for them. It's not, exactly, it's, and not, it's worked for me. It's not broken, years, don't so. fix it. 
That's right. And that's the other thing too. I'm like, oh, it works for me. So I'll just go back to it. And I've had really good like hat traits with it. So I think I might have to try that with these Boyds in the future. Hey, Yeah. So I'm doing them over water. I did I did it with the Boyds last year with the one Boyd that I hatched and that worked. Over water? No, no, over like with your sphagnum moss and like yep. just damp moss. Um, but this year I just went straight to over water because I just wasn't prepared. Yeah, okay, and yeah. I've just had a clutch of three essentially. I'm still kind of hoping there's two in there that are actually going to bust out, but I'm not holding high hopes. Things I've had one dead in the egg already that kind of pipped and just died. Yeah. So, yeah, might have to try that next season or if I get another clutch of eggs. Yeah. Darren, good to see the enclosure cracking along. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> um, I was talking to Luke before, I'm concreting them this weekend, but I was saying because of the, the geckos are laying eggs, I don't want to disturb them and move them in, so I kind of haven't really been too bothered to knock them out as quick. And I was chatting with Tyson too because obviously they come from Tyson as well and he was into me as well. How are those enclosures going? I'm like, yeah, not too far off. I just need a solid day where I can stick the concrete in, let it dry, and then carve away. But yeah. I've got everything ready to go. I've got the foam in, just got to carve the concrete. And then once that's done, it's just a matter of chucking the soil in, plants and branches. That's the quick part. That's the, yeah, exactly. That's that's the fun part, I reckon. I hate building backgrounds just quietly. Yeah, I'm over I absolutely it. hate it. <laughs> they look cool, but, man, I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, I, I branches in and plants and stuff like that, but backgrounds not my cup of tea. I realised how much I didn't miss it when I started mm-hmm. this frog enclosure before Christmas. Yeah, so I started building this frog paludarium that's uh, sixty centimeters wide, ninety centimeters tall, forty five deep, and it's got like two walls, uh, just expanding foam backgrounds. Yeah, um, yeah, I did not miss going back to painting, tile pointing over those, and carving and all that sort of gear. I was, I was over it. By the time I'd done the background, I was like, thank God. I think that's the last one I've got to do with those. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. Yeah, because well, I think actually, I said to you last last week, I'm like, I'm going to do the concrete this week, and then that was over the holidays. Yeah. And then I just went to the beach almost every day with the kids, swimming <laughs> the spa every day with the kids, and I was like, no, I'll get to it when I get to it. I'm not in a hurry now, so I don't want to disturb anything. It seems to be in a routine, so... Well, that's it. And like doing something as simple as pulling those in and out all the time, that could be yeah. enough to to chop and change everything there. So yeah, exactly. are you going to concrete them in place where they are or are you going to take them out and line them down? No, I'm going to leave them there. Yeah, okay. Because they're kind of like, oh, I probably could, but yeah, I'm just, I'm honestly probably just going to, I've got all the foams in there ready to go. I'll glue them there. I'll just concrete them there as well. Make it easier yeah, rather enough. than trying to lift them up and down, up and down. Yeah. And all that stuff, but because they'll, they'll be pretty heavy, it's like, yeah, like, like they're light now. Like, but putting that concrete in, they'll just be that little bit heavy. So, might just leave them there. I just wasn't sure how it actually goes. Like, if it just like fall off the. No, the if you make it, you. I've watched Coop's video like seven times. Shout out to Cooper actually because he just did that one for his. I think it was his Gillens. Have you seen that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did his upright, and it come out like unreal, and he's. He's, you know, got his mould and stuff like that. And that's one thing I'm actually going to do is make a mould, which is mm. funny because he said in his, his first video, he's, you know, he wasn't sure what he was going to tell people how he did his little, like, rock things. And I'd already looked into making moulds and stuff. but So I'm going to knock up a little bit of a mould. So once I've got the got it on there, I can just kind of get that 
texture in it and then just carve yeah. away. So yeah. I say I don't like building backgrounds. It's more that I think it looks crap <laughs> when I do it. <laughs> so oh, well. all you can do is give it a go, hey. Yeah, and if exactly. you, if you, if you're able to do like a little silicon mold type thing, like what he's done, yeah, like that'll kind of speed up a bit of the detail process and stuff for you potentially. That's right. And I'm not going to go over the top with like rocks and stuff like that because obviously with the leaf tails, I want them to have as much surface space as they can. Yeah. But speaking of leaf tail enclosures, you see Matt's one he did for his celebrosis. Was that for his celebrosis, or was it for somebody else's celebrosis? Maybe someone else's, but I don't know if it was. Yeah, his that was insane. But yeah. So that was a really cool tank. Yeah. But um, that's kind of similar to what I did. Less rocks, but more rock face, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you want it to be usable. You don't want to be clambering over things. Yeah. You know, they're, they're a big gecko that, you know, comes from generally big open rock faces and stuff like that. So, yeah. But I'm not like, me some inspiration saying that. I was like, <sighs> but I've got the plans. Like, they're powering along. The plants I've got them at the front of the um, greenhouse, so yeah, wicked. They come along really well. Can you oh, get some good. of them in? But every time I'm I come good. down there, I'm like, oh, every like I could spend hours down here, and then I'll look at my phone. I've got like a missed call from my wife or something. Like, how long are you gonna be down there for? <laughs> oh shit, I've been down here for like this long. I didn't realize how long I've been down here for. But. I've got a pretty good trade-off with my wife. If I'm kind of like tinkering around my stuff, she's like, oh, I can play PlayStation now. Like it's like he's doing his hobby. I'll do mine. Yeah, you know? so you're lucky because my kids are that age where it's like I'll come down here and I can hear him on the deck, Daddy, Dad, Dad, because they want to come yeah. down here. But you bring them down there and it's absolute chaos. Yeah. I, as soon as they get out of the yard, I just start the drum and go out in the yard and play with them. I'm like, it's just chaos. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they love, still love coming here and stuff, but then, like, my daughter's that bit older now. She just wants to, like, touch everything. Like, get that yeah. out, get that out. Like, this, I don't really have anything that you can hold. Yeah. You know, like, the boys, the boys are just absolute psychopaths. Like, I was in there the other day and the boy just launched off the branch, run along the ground, just bit me finger. <laughs> I'm just like, what are you doing, you bugger? Oh, it was hilarious. But... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's why it's kind of that. That was another thing that kind of got me to get the shingle back. I was like, "Oh, that's something easy that, yeah, yeah it's not going to move too fast." Yeah, generally not too aggressive. Yeah, she loves the turtles. Absolutely loves the turtles. But like, they'll be basking. You come out on the back deck because the deck's high up. It kind of looks over yeah. the yard, or you know, anyway. And then they'll see and they'll just scurry into the water. And she's like, Daddy, get the turtles. I'm like, I can't get them. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get diving in that thing. Pretty much, yeah. But, like, if sometimes she can get, like, they'll try and scurry, but one will try and go the other way off the little dock I've got. And you can kind of just, if you're quick enough, you can lift it up and just scoop it out. Yeah. And then um, like I'll, if I can get them, I'll give them, just give them a little bit of a run around in the grass so I can get a bit of sun and stuff like that, and she loves that. But, yeah, once they go down, no chance of getting them out. So No way. No way at all. I, um, going back to how I threw my rib out, I tore down Loki's old enclosure, so I've moved her on. I don't know if I said yep. that in the past. I don't think I did, but, yeah, finally moved Loki on, which is a um, my mangrove monitor, my um, unfortunate thing to do, but... 
that wall is where Finnan's going to sleep eventually. So, yeah, tore down that enclosure. That was like a full day affair the other day, hey? Absolute yeah. mission. My courtyard just looks like hell at the moment too. But we got a council cleanup coming around. So I was yep. like, oh, if I do it now before I go back to work, lift heavy rocks all week. Like I'm not going to feel like doing that on a weekend. Yeah, exactly. You know, after that. So smash it out now, get the space back, move to like big fish tank and stuff out of the four-foot fish tank and yep. all the filtration and all that stuff. It's crazy how much space it actually took up, like looking at yeah. it now. But, um, yeah, it's good to fi- finally move that out. Because you wouldn't good. have too much left in that room now, would you? <laughs> you yeah, some. <laughs> I've got a shingle back, a beardy, two children's oh, pythons, right, yeah. and Stimson's python, two green tree pythons, and two rough scale pythons. So yeah, still quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> be but basically, the bedroom, are they? <laughs> the shingle back, the lizards will be, but yeah. all, the, all the snakes are going to stay in Finnan's room because yeah. they can, um, like, they don't have to have bright lights on him all day. So, you know, if he's going down for a nap or whatever, my wife can just flick a light off. Yeah. I've got to figure out how to do it, but that's how I'll, I'll do it. So they can still have the heat on one circuit, lights on another. And then that way, yeah, <laughs> then it will be in the, in the snake room <laughs> essentially. But <laughs> what a way to grow up. Yeah. But no, he, he he's so intrigued by all that stuff now. Now that he's kind of almost six months old, he's like, he looks at everything in such depth, like, I sit down in front of the like if he's being real fussy, I sit down yep. with him in front of like the marine aquarium and stuff, and he just watches the fish. And yeah, all of a sudden, he's, he's he's just silent. It gives my wife yeah. and me a bit of peace. I get to look at my fish tank, so yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a win win, really. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, he's just so intrigued by everything now. Like he he really likes touching things and yeah, checking it out. So it's good to get a lizard out on the ground, and he can kind of watch it run around and. Yep. Yeah, be on his stomach or whatever watching it. No, that's, that's good fun. Good. And then they get to that age where they want to be into everything and you're like, ah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. No. That I'm a little bit nervous about just in particular like with the aquariums and stuff. Yeah. It's like uh, that filtration kind of cabinet and all the rest of it's just going to be a bit of a nightmare to lock up all the time. Yeah. But that will, that's what you got to do, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. and you had some um, eggs hatch the other day too, didn't you, a while ago? Oh, I've had eggs laid. I've had eggs hatch. I've had, You've had quite a new bit geckos. On. Yeah, new geckos. New geckos. Let's start with new geckos because that kind of leads into yeah. eggs and stuff. So probably just before Christmas, I think it was just before Christmas, I actually had um, Luke and Mitch around for a bit of a yarn and stuff. Man, you get those two yeah. guys in a room. They, it's hard. It's almost hard to get a word in. Like I'm a bit of a quiet yeah. guy, anyway. You wouldn't think of doing this, but say Young Hans and Hodgson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were just going back and forth with all these crazy ideas about you know the the hobby and all the rest of it, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, Mitch brought around uh, trio of Wheelerai for me. Just yeah, like he he offered to them them to me ages ago, and I was like, oh no, I shouldn't. I should. I shouldn't. I should. I was like, oh, screw it. I'm just going to do it and I'll make it work. Like I've wanted these yeah. guys for, for ages now and Mitch and I were trying to sort out some stuff for some like white berber that I'd gave, given him previously. Yeah. And uh, yeah, <laughs> then it's behind the floor, uh, behind me on the floor in a big tub yeah, full of, full of sand and a heat, heat cord and stuff in there. But yeah, such wicked geckos, man. I've missed having knobtails. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're pretty awesome. I can tongue feed them too. Oh, really? Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I just tongue feed them woodies, which is yep. good because obviously being in a tub on the ground, I don't want <laughs> woodies yeah. just crawl out of the tub. But yeah, no, they're, they're awesome. And um, yeah, I've already got two clutches of eggs from oh, That's good. So I'm, I'm hoping, even if I get a couple out, like that's a species I never actually bred in the past. I tried for yep. ages, but I never, never nailed them. So I'd like to get a baby or two out just to see yeah. I've done it. Should be cool. I think they're kind of one of those ones I'd probably go, oh, I've got room. I'll just keep that. That's <laughs> <laughs> for a bit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, they're such good little geckos, hey. Very underrated yep. species in the hobby, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you don't see too many of them around. They kind of come in ebbs and flows, don't they? You see quite a few of yeah. them, and then all of a sudden you don't see any, and then you see a few, then you don't see any. And- but I, I just don't find that you see the wheeler eye so much. Like the smooth knob yeah. tails you see heaps more common, yeah. but the wheeler eye you don't. You know? Yeah. It's, it's weird like that. And like I remember when, you know, knob tails and stuff were all the rage, all of a sudden you couldn't sell wheeler eye. No. They would not. No, everyone wanted AMEA and Aspers yeah. and all that, but no one wanted wheeler eye. Hmm. You know, and the, these particular lizards too, they're actually very good looking. Wheeler, I reckon they're better looking yeah. wheeler than what I actually had in the past. But oh, that's good. Yeah, they're nice looking lizards. Um, but yeah, so I've got got some wheeler eye eggs. Um, yep. I've got Tristus eggs. I've got three clutches of gillons on the ground now. I got a yeah, small clutch. Small clutch of gillons actually hatching tonight. I saw two heads po- poking out earlier. Yeah. Um, I had my children's pythons hatch. I ended up getting eight children's pythons out. So I got those yep. going on. Um, I've got some aberrant eggs. I've got a couple of aberrant eggs. I missed a heap of them. It looks like yeah. I missed heaps of them. But um, are you keeping their nest box like super super wet and those silly uh, aberrants? Not super wet. Yeah. Like, do they dry up those eggs? Or <clears throat> yeah, definitely looks yeah. like they dried up. I think. Um, I think I'd need to take out the kind of sand mixture I got in there and add like more coirpeat into it just so yeah, it kind of like holds a bit more moisture. humidity. Yeah. Because I had the same issue when I had my strafurus. Mm. I'd find if I missed eggs for like two days, they would dry it up. Like even yeah. though I tried tried to keep them more moist, had a misking on the on and everything, but yeah, just they seemed to dry up. You kind of had to get them the day they laid them before they dried up yeah. in the sand. So small, it just takes no yeah. time. That's exactly right. Yeah. But yeah, no, I had. I've got a bit going on, really. Yeah. I think about it. I ch- I started feeding the children's pythons the other night. I think I got. I think I got half of them to take their first meal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, three three out of eight took their first meal. No, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Jesus, five out, Yeah, five out of eight took their first meal. One still hasn't shed. Um. Pretty good. No yeah. scent, scenting or anything like that, just a little bit of teasing. But, yeah, I was um, I was very lucky. I had my friend Jenny looking after the collection while I was away and yep. the children's pythons actually hatched while, while she was here. So oh, she, got awesome. to, she got to scoop them out and put them into the tubs. Bar, I think three. I think I yep. came home to three more hatching. But I had everything kind of set up ready to, ready to go for her. So all she had to no, do was put good. some water in some bowls and chuck them in. But... Yeah, that would have been so. Cool. You didn't hatch children's pythons. Jenny hatched children's pythons. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna rot. 
Yeah. <laughs> Technicality, yeah. Yeah. Probably. You did the hard I just put work. the action in the box. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, yeah. That's good. Yeah, good stuff. So, yeah, and you're pumping the gillens out again. Yeah, I think I got 14 good-looking gillens eggs. Yeah. So it should be a bit of a, hopefully, a bumper seat. gillens on, mate, or what? Oh. <laughs> 14's quite a few. Yeah, I don't reckon I can hold on to that many. Um, yeah, no, I will be. I will be this year. I've got to. I've got to try to pay for bills. Unfortunately, so as all of us with mortgages and stuff are feeling the pinch this time around. So, yeah, yeah. no, I'll be. I'll be probably selling all the reptiles that I breed this year. I reckon. Yeah. Maybe bar a gecko or two. Yep. Yeah, I'll probably. No, no. I dare say, I've and I've got a. I'll probably trade some chameleon geckos with someone else for some. Um, yeah, just to get some new blood, but that's kind of it. I'll probably keep most of them. If I get more, if I don't, I'm happy. Like, that's fine. I'll, I'll, whatever I've got, I'll get. But, yeah. But, yeah, um, I'll probably keep them back myself just to see, and I might move them on once I can sex some kind of thing. But Yeah, okay. I just wouldn't mind building up a little army of, of them, so... But I think if I actually had a bit more space, I'd probably try to keep um, some Tristus back, to be honest. Yeah. Because I've, yeah. I've, I've got enough again. Uh, I got six, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I think I had one drop off. Yeah, okay. And how long are they? They're like 90 days or something, 100 and something days? Usually 90 to 110. Yeah. I usually find that most of my stuff, so my incubator is set to 27.5. But in the egg boxes, it's like 29.5 yep. on average. Um, and I usually find most of mine kind of hatch at that kind of like 90. Most of my monitors hatch at about 95 no, to about 100 days. Yeah. Somewhere in that sort of realm. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I just, I, I've never kept Tristus Tristus back. I've kept Tristus Oriotalis back and grown them up and, and yep. done all that. But I've just never done it with the blackheads and, I think that'd be a cool, cool lizard to have another one or two of, to be honest. I do miss monitors, but I just don't have space. <laughs> I've got no space. Yeah, but they need a bit of room too because they're yeah. pretty active lizards. Exactly. Yeah. My um, my female Tristus has actually become kind of bold lately. She's coming out heaps more and staying out in front of me and stuff, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Gotten used to your ugly mug. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, well, fine, I guess I still have to look at this hideous thing that comes yeah. in and feeds me. <laughs> I guess he gives me food. I'll come out for him. But Yeah. Yeah. No, that's funny. No, it's, good. it's kind of good because I've been working like like I don't kind of get up super early anymore. I've just been like on YouTube just consuming content over night time at like 10 o'clock at night. It's yeah. been good just to kind of just makes me want to finish this, but time's just my biggest thing. YouTube's a danger though, because when you start consuming heaps of content, you well, I, in my case, I get inspired to go and do things. So do I, but it's ten o'clock at night, so I can't get down here and start <laughs> doing stuff like, you know, it's like this frog paludarium that I've put together. It's like the bee's knees, like compared to any other enclosure and stuff that I've got here. It's got like all the gizmos yeah. and whizmos on it. Um, yeah, it's got like a, a 
fog machine. It's got a rain system. It's got um, you know these crazy plant lights and LED UVBs and you know just everything on it basically. But I'm looking forward to that, like really growing in and just becoming like a lush little rainforest corner. Yeah, and that's in your land room, isn't it? Yeah, it's next to the TV. Yeah. <laughs> I don't watch the TV much anymore. I'm just watching these plants going, grow faster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One thing I've noticed with YouTube, though, is if you're watching a video, you can't see the time. Yeah, they've so changed like, that. Of, yeah, all of a sudden it'll be like, fuck. I'll be like, shit, I am should be in bed by now. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Yeah, I go down big rabbit holes on YouTube all the time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, there's still a couple of things I need to, wouldn't mind getting. Wouldn't mind still getting some Swainy and I need a female celebrosis and then I'd be pretty happy. So still keeping it within the leaf tails? Yeah, pretty much. I don't want to go too – there's probably a couple of other geckos I wouldn't mind getting. I was supposed to meet up with Mitch a while ago, get something off Mitch, but don't know if he's still got it or not. But um, Last time I spoke to him, I think you did. Yeah. Because he was talking about having to meet up with you or something like that. So. Yeah. So that would be pretty cool. Wouldn't mind yeah. getting a pair of those. But um, there's a couple of other rarer geckos that aren't around too much that I wouldn't mind getting. I still have a thing for cave geckos. You, when I, you guys went herping and sold those cave geckos, I was like, I do miss keeping cave geckos. They're bastards of things, but, man, I do miss keeping them. Yeah, they're good geckos. Yeah. Sizey. Big too, yeah. Big and fast, and can climb glass, <laughs> and they've got an <laughs> attitude. It's got me written all over it. If something's going to bite anyone, it's going to bite me. So <laughs> it sounds so much different to all the other geckos you keep that are like docile hiding corners. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, they're hiding corners, but these things still have a go at me. It's pretty funny. Oh yeah, but, <clears throat> but yeah, no, they're um they're pretty bold. Those things. I do love um. Um, mental blank. I can't remember what they're called now. Um, I have an absolute mental blank. <laughs> got a long one. I used to keep them. I can't even remember what they're called now. I know Rick's got a, Rick's got a bunch. Um, I can't remember what they're called now. Ringtails? Yep, that's the one. <laughs> mental blank. I was just yeah. trying to like go through with what uh, thinking what's obscure that Rick's got. Like, yeah. Yeah, I do. I did like ringtails. They were cool. Yeah, they're a good gecko. Oh, you don't see them getting around at all, hey? No, no. Someone asked me the other day if I knew anyone that had some. Yeah, Rick's yeah, the only right. person I know that's got them. If he still does, I'm not too sure. But yeah, I think he's still got a couple kicking around. I, I, I don't know if I'm right or wrong in saying that he, he, they just might not be breeding for him or something at the moment. Yeah. Oh, there was something going on there, I think. I think. Yeah. But I do remember seeing the enclosure when I was there. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably another thing I wouldn't mind getting again, some ringtails. Yeah. But that's probably it, really. The cave geckos would be mad. Yeah. You just got to watch out because the females kill the males. So you can't really keep them together. kind of need a pair that's compatible and then introduce the male Periodically, sort of thing. Yeah, like introduce him, let him breed, and then take him out. Mm. But like, I never had that issue with mine. Mine, mate, I kept them together, and I never had the issue. I did get eggs, but 
um, yeah, my um, yeah, my female didn't kill my male or anything, but I've quite heard of a lot of stories of it happening. But um, yeah, yeah, they're probably another thing I like. Wouldn't mind them and ringtails and banded asper. That's probably me for geckos. I say that now. Yeah. Well, it's like this goes every time, though. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say these are kind of like some newer. You know, this is a bigger list than last time we were speaking. Yeah, I did watch your video again with you guys up at. Um, I watched your one of you and Todd go and find a bloody. Oh, the Morritz again. I was like, oh, okay, oh. yeah. Morritz, so yeah, Morritz, because I'm going up to. I'm going camping with the family at the end of February up at Barrington Tops. So I know there's supposed to be some up there, that kind of region. So I might yeah. get lucky and find some up there and photograph some. But Katie, I was kind of like, you bugger. <laughs> so. That was like, I think we got pretty cocky too because we had the day before or the night before where we found all those morrits and we were just like swimming in them by the end yeah. of the night. And we were like, oh, we found one, Kato. There will be heaps running around here and stuff. Then we were like searching around for like another hour and a half or something like that after it. we didn't see one. And we were like, shit. We should have gotten better photos of that first one. Yeah, and it had a full tail too. Like yeah, it was a beautiful tail. one. It was, it was only small. It was only like maybe oh, seven, eight centimetres, something like that. Yeah, like, I think that's pretty much full grown for them. They're yeah, a little right. smaller than the um, um, Moritz, but kind yeah, of look like, similar. They look very similar, but they're a little bit smaller. It's like half the size of the Moritz that we were saying the night yeah. before. Those things were monsters. Yeah. But, yeah, that's another trip. I need to kind of might might do that probably in a few months, I think, go go for a bit of a trip to find some leaf tails. Yeah, we could. So plan At least you a got bit. a shot of it you know, being cooler. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, but uh, the VHS Expo in eight weeks' time, Jamison. I, I thought about going down there, I'm not going to lie. I don't think I'll have the coin to make up. it down, to be honest. Yeah, I've got so I'm much sure work, on. work. But I've heard good things about that expo. Mm, me too. Um, I wouldn't mind heading down to one. I'll say I'd like to try to get down there, but maybe we'll try to tee up better next year or something. Yeah, but um, yeah, my um, I'm the <laughs> I've been referred to as the Stephen Bradbury of my work team. Just because I'm the last man standing, <laughs> my uh, my boss just before Christmas lifted a rock, or he was rolling around a rock in a drain, probably about a sixty kilo rock, and he squashed it, squashed his finger between the ro- a rock and a gum tree, and like shattered his finger. So, and we had another guy out on compo, another guy that had kind of just been put off. Yeah. So I'm like the last worker there, so I can't exactly like go and take time off now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what my boss is going to do. My boss is probably going to be sitting in a hammock just telling me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a few boys leave just at Christmas time. They gave their notice. So I'm doing like two guys' worth of work, trying to mm-hmm. keep up with two crews, doing service-wise and stuff, and I'm the only one that can – Turn the houses off, connect them, do the testing. I've got to keep up with two crews where there'd usually be two guys. So I'm under the pump at the moment. It sucks, but what do you do, eh? 
Oh, yeah, we'd love to have a store down there, Jamison. But... Yeah. Biggest expo in the country by far. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I've heard that. I've heard it's like really, really good. You probably get a lot of people going to that too because if it's like the one and only. Yeah, especially because I didn't think think they've done it since COVID. I think this is the first time back since COVID. Mm. So this one will be like huge. Yeah, right. But uh, yeah, we probably should have planned it a bit better to be honest. Maybe next year if we can. We'll see if we can try to tee it up next year or whatever and maybe see if we can um, uh, get a few podcasts or, you know, a few people to have a quick chat yeah. or something and do like a podcast from the event or something. Yeah, and drive down or something, take some yeah. stuff down rather than fly. Yeah. So yeah. Darren's going to drive from Adelaide. What's the dry- How long is the drive from Adelaide to Victoria? It's probably it'd be quicker than us, wouldn't it, I think? Yeah, it must be. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Definitely, Jamison. Yeah, be sure. happy to talk further about it. For sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to do a few more kind of like um, shows. I don't know, just just shows, just to kind of meet yeah. people. Seven hundred k's. Yeah, it's a decent drive, but mm. not horrible. Could be worse. Be, yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, no, I enjoyed that first one we did. Yeah, twelve hours. Oof. Okay, that's pretty bad. Yeah. When you put it down like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that first one. That was good. Yeah. Uh, that was good fun. Yeah. It's been, I feel like it's been ages. When was the, I went to the Illawarra, Illawarra one last year. That I was good fun. Any, any last year, I don't think. I think the Illawarra was the only one that was on last year just because yeah. of COVID again. Was and the, it was kind of in May. It was in May. Was the Penrith one on? Oh, maybe. Because I know the Castle Hill's back on this year too. Yeah. Which is the Sydney, Feb- Sydney one. February, Sydney one, yeah. Yeah. February, I think it is. I, I got an email about that. that so. Yeah, I might, I might go and have a look at that. Um, go down together or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. I don't think yeah. I'll have anything ready by then to sell. Yeah. I was kind of arming and arming about it. Look. Yeah. Call go and have a look at all mate. the... The bearded dragons and the pythons. Yeah. Oh, it's good yeah. to catch up with people at those. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Colin on the chat there. Hey, Colin. How you doing? But, um, yeah, no, it's good. It's, it's good to see him coming back too. Like COVID kind of was a bit of a hit for everyone. Mm. That, that first one we went to was like kind of one of the first ones back after COVID and that was good just to see everyone out and about, but. We didn't really get a chance to walk around and look at too much stuff. We were, we were pretty swamped at that. It was good. They were kept busy. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. I reckon it'd be good to, to try to do like some recording and stuff from one of those events. Oh, for you sure. You think about some of the like the old school herpers and, or, or keepers and stuff that were there. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to tee up, you know, an internet chat with them as well, you know. Yeah. And technology stuff's up to look. Look at my camera. My camera's still doing it. Like, we've had it nothing but internet issues the last six weeks. But this is the first one we've done. So it'd be good just to chat face to face and record something and put it out there. Yeah, exactly. So, but, um, yeah. Put, have you got any new books or anything, mate? Um, I was trying to think about that before, actually. I don't 
think so, book-wise. Oh, actually, I've got – I don't know where I put it. I got a book off my wife's uncle. He was, like, rummaging around in his shed in Orange, and he found, like, a, a book on reptiles and bugs and stuff like that. And That's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you want this? And I said, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to yeah, say sure. no to a free book. Yeah. It was um pretty interesting little book. I think it was more kind of like – um. Uh, probably like an educational book and a generalized book. Yeah. More catered to like young teens, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, oh, well, you know, Finney's going to grow up eventually. So, you know, there's something for him. But no, not not really. I haven't bought any books or anything for a while. What about yourself? Yeah. Uh, I've got a few new books. Oh, uh, yeah. I've, I've got actually ordered two, to, ordered two this afternoon. <laughs> Off um, Scott and Ty, so now that they're a uh, Chimera distributor, <laughs> yeah, I got a few more off off them. The Savo, oh, I didn't. They didn't come. I ordered them, but um, I actually got a poster off the Australian Herpetological Society. Oh, we ordered that. Got that the other day. It's kind of the. I think it was the prints of all the magazines they've done, but it was like the cover print. So, yep. thought oh, I'll grab one of those. Um, but I've got those books. For you as well, those other two books I got, yeah. Oh, that's right. I remember you mentioning yeah. it. Was that it? one with a monitor on the cover and the other one, so. Yeah. Oh, wicked. Right. That'd be good fun. Yeah. Any herping this year, Colin? Uh, I don't know. I was herping New Year's Day, I think. I went the other day, just up to the usual spot, found a few, but... Like I said before, I'm gonna definitely gonna try and plan that trip to get some photographs and leaf tails. So I don't know yeah. whether to go up to get some or out to get some Maritzi and Wyberber and hopefully tick off Cadio and photograph them. But yeah, so I have an annoying issue with my lens that I've got at the moment. It's just I can't get close enough and it doesn't focus close enough, so it doesn't drive me insane. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, but I might have found an alternate solution on marketplace good on facebook <laughs> so <laughs> oh dear. nice cheap one compared to like a brand new price but yeah but um but yeah it's just another frustrating thing so yeah that's a um that's another wormhole of the hobby hey camera gear and that yeah. So I got, I, yeah, that's the thing. I got heaps of gear, but not suited to wildlife photography. Oh, I, I've got some long stuff, like long lenses and stuff, but not kind of that close-up wide stuff that I like, but this should suit me pretty well, I think. So. Yeah, nice. Like I've got the flashes and everything else for it, but just not the lens, not the right lens. I don't have any macro lenses. This isn't a macro, but I don't have any macro lenses either, but. I don't know, I just want to see more stuff, take pictures and, yeah, it's been good just getting out and about. I've been saying that. Yeah, that's what I was saying to Tyson the other day, like, because we were obviously road crews and I'm like, I prefer to get out and walk Yeah. and find stuff. Like, the road cruise is good. You do have a chance to see a lot more, like, you know, because you're travelling a little bit quicker and this and that, but I'd rather get out on the feet and walk. Mm-hmm. I suppose it depends where you are and what, what you're doing yeah. and what you're yeah, targeting exactly. and stuff like that, if you're targeting anything or if you're just kind of happy to stumble what you want to stumble sort of thing. Yeah. Um, 
I think I went for a herp just before Christmas. I think it was just before Christmas. With a few guys at one of my old local haunts. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that was I think that was a pretty good night. I think we got a few things. I think we got a Burton's and um, giant burrowing frog, green stream frogs, a few bits and pieces. Yeah. But, yeah. I, <laughs> I put the wind up Luke. Luke still hasn't seen a giant burrowing frog. Young ends. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, I've actually got one on you. <laughs> I was like, I've seen I mean, heaps of these things. I've even seen one, Luke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that's funny. Uh, that's funny. He's down Tasmania, isn't he? I think this, this camera's just going to focus up on center. Yeah, he's – um, I think he's on a, a big trip, this one. I think he's gone for yeah. a couple of months. So he's well and truly out of it. Yeah. 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 No, nice, I'm, nice I'm, that one, Colin, that 90 mil. Nice lens. I'll probably get a macro one day. One day. <laughs> I'd like to get something like that, something where you can still be a bit further away but pick up yeah. that detail. Yeah, they cut, that's where they're good for that. So yeah. I don't know, I like those close-up wide shots. There's mm. something about them. I think that's just from, you know, doing landscape stuff over the years, just having that background landscape as well. But Yeah. yeah. I um when we were away in the Pilliga, I got to play around with um Kai's wide angle lens and I was like, Oh, that was cool. That was yeah. that was good fun to kinda almost get a bit fish eye on things and you know, I was just taking habitat photos and that, but yeah, you know, still still cool just to kind of see how it works and what you're getting and all the rest of it. Yeah. But no, it's just good. Yeah, it's good. I'm, I'm, yeah, next week should be good, I think. So I might um, shoot you a message and we might go to a different spot. Hopefully, yeah, for sure. Tick some stuff off. But because I have a feeling that another spot will be packed. Yeah, it's, it's like anywhere that's like a well known spot it turns into a parking lot. Yeah. I'm not sure how wide it was, to be honest, Cole. Um, yeah, any, any any good night like that, they just turn into almost like a garbage night because you're fighting with everybody else to to see something. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm looking at 15 mil wide this lens, so it's not that it's not the macro 15 mil, but that's manual focus. I want to try and steer clear from manual focus. <laughs> Because I want to try and use the um, umbrella I've got as well. So, manual focus, one hand on the camera, it doesn't quite work good when you're trying to close the shutter. So, I've had a few friends that have had um, manual focus recently and they've just sworn off them. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, don't get me wrong, if you can do it, you can do it. But, yeah. If you're trying to shoot something that bites and has venom. <laughs> You don't want your fingers right at the front of a manual focus camera. <laughs> a lot of people. I don't think it's even that. Even if it's yeah. just something just moving. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like I was watching Simon with that um, <laughs> the uh, uh, crucifix frog. <laughs> 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 so every time he focused it in, it would jump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll just stick to autofocus. <laughs> I'll save manual focus for landscape. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, 
Oh, what do you say? Wrap it up, eh, mate? A nice little yeah, hour. sounds good. So, it's good to finally get on and have a yeah, have a bit of a yarn. Good, your internet's working. So, yeah, it's about bloody time to be honest. It's um, yeah, it's been a uh, a hell of a ride to try to get it fixed. I think I've been on the phone for God, I don't even know how long. It was honestly probably ten hours or so, just on and off trying to talk to people to try to get this fixed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the problem with um, internet providers. Trying to get anything sorted takes a long time. Mm. Yep, yeah, multiple technicians out here and multiple modems and, yeah, it's just a schmuzzle. But it's back, so hopefully we'll be back more often. Yeah. Should be good. All righty, man, well, I'll sign it off here. So we'd like to say a massive thanks to Eric and Owen and the rest of the NPR crew for having us. If you'd like to contact them, it's best to find them at moreliapythonradio.com and email them at info at moreliapythonradio.com. Make sure to follow the NPR network on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. As far as contacting us and our social media platforms, you can email us at australianhopeticulture at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as well. As well. Make sure to check out our Teespring store for podcast merch. The link is on the Facebook page. To see more of what Jason is doing, make sure to follow him on Facebook and Instagram at The Gecko Effect. For myself, you can find me at YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, and Teespring under Beach of Scaly Beasts. We hope to have you back next week for another episode of the Australian Herpticulture Podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night.